Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness, it's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. Hello and welcome to Vitality Radio. My name is Jared St. Clair and it's good to be with you again on another episode of Vitality Radio and the Vitality Radio podcast. I am so excited about today's show because I have three amazing things to tell you about and two fantastic guests and one significant cautionary tale, let's say. A lot of good information on today's show for you. All right, so I have already recorded the back three quarters of this show, well, two thirds, let's say, earlier in the week, and you're going to love it. It's really, really great. And I'm excited to present it to you because a lot of it's information I've never presented on Vitality Radio before. But before I do that, I have to do this. In a world full of often confusing messages about health, let Jared be your guide through the smokescreens of corporate greed, media bias, government ineptitude, and propaganda. When you see what is really happening, you'll be ranting too. It's time to expose the hidden agendas. It's time for the truth. It's time for the vital rant. Okay, today's rant. Today's rant just happened. Uh, This is a real-life true story, Uh, nothing from the comic books or the paper, the internet. This really happened about an hour ago at Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful, and I've been working there since I was seven. I've been working with the public there since I was about 14. I'm 48 years old now, and nothing this crazy has ever happened at my shop. So I got to tell you about it, and here it is. So Bridger, my son, works there with, at Vitality with me, and he walked up to uh, help a customer. Our uh, first customer at Vitality today at about noon uh, that had been wearing a mask. Uh, everybody else had chosen not to. And I thought it was interesting because Bridger walked back to the back room and said, hey, Dad, um, I got to go put on my mask this customer wants me to wear one for her. And I said, okay, you know, go ahead. Now we don't mandate masks at Vitality for ourselves or for our customers, but we do try to respect those people whose feelings are such that they would like us to wear a mask. And so I haven't had that request very often, but we got the request and Bridger went to satisfy that. Then Jen walked up from the back room thinking the customer had not been helped and offered her help. She was also not wearing a mask, and that was all it took. The lady raised her voice and said, I can take my money elsewhere. My doctors have warned me that I am high risk due to asthma and should avoid people without masks. If you and your owner don't wear them, then I hope you go out of business. And so I walked up to talk to her, 
and she saw me, I guess assumed I'm the owner because I didn't say anything yet because I didn't want to interrupt her. And uh, she came at me with the same type of attack, most of the same words, just phrased a little differently. And then I simply said, you should probably look at both sides of the COVID story rather than just taking the health department's word for everything. Well, that didn't go well. She then attacked me personally. She said, who are you? What are you? What degree do you have? The health department has doctors. Are you a doctor? I said, no, I'm Jared St. Clair, and I refuse to live in fear. It makes people hysterical. Okay, I didn't say that, but she was hysterical, and I believe that that is why. But that's what I said. I'm Jared St. Clair, and I refuse to live in fear. And she said, I hope you die. I hope all of you die. And then she said, I hope you go out of business too. She then got up really close to me, leaned over the front counter, and pulled down her mask and coughed on me from probably about two feet away. She left it down and then told me I was full of BS, only she didn't initialize it, and called me the F word. I thanked her for being so civil as she was walking out the door. Then, as she opened the door, I said, I hope you die of COVID, and then I hope you go out of business. Now, I was grateful that she didn't want me to die or didn't want me to go out of business before I died. That, I thought, was thoughtful, uh, among all the things that she said. And yes, I'm making light of a staggeringly serious problem. Now, I don't know what went through your head in this instance. I can tell you many of the things that went through my head in this instance, and I can tell you that I was halfway in shock, probably about 25% angry, being attacked so sternly, and about 25% uh, amused because it was so outlandish. But regardless, it reinstates in my mind in a very powerful way how serious this is. What happens to our minds when we live in a state of fear and constant anxiety? As my friend Lamont Wilcox says, that is called living in a confined state rather than a free state. We can't think clearly or deeply in a confined state of mind. We can only think very shallowly. Think about this. This lady broke her social distancing rules and approached the counter, leaned into my face, pulled off her own protective mask, and coughed on me. For one thing, that's assault, but whatever. It's also extremely rude. But beyond those two things that are pretty painfully obvious, I think, to almost anybody, regardless of where you stand on whose side you would have been on, I suppose, but it's deeper than all that. It is also someone who took her own protective mask off, broke her own social distancing that she had been doing up until that point, and determined that she would rather we both get sick and die than neither of us do. And if she believes that COVID is as terrifying as she says, then she was attempting to harm or even kill me. Now, that is some narrow-minded thinking. And this is why I do Vitality Radio. 
My goal each and every week is to alleviate fear by bringing you valuable knowledge that you can use for your health to make the decisions necessary to protect it and enhance it. This brings hope, not fear. Vitality Radio is about hope, not fear. I've had the most magical week this week for many reasons, but primarily because I've been endeavoring in a very powerful and new way to get out of the confined state permanently. I've been following a brand new protocol developed by Lamont Wilcox, who was on episode 39, if you want to hear his, his whole interview. But then I also interviewed him again specifically about addiction and what we can do about it within our minds. And that show aired only as a podcast last week. So it's podcast episode 68. But regardless, last week I interviewed Lamont. And I maybe close to a year ago, it has been almost exactly a year now that I think about it, I first met him and determined that I wanted to work with him, went in and did a what he calls an intensive session, which is basically an all-day thing. And it was awesome. And it, I, I blame it, <laughs> laughingly, for getting Vitality Radio off of just the radio airwaves, but also into podcast, which I'd been promising for months and not delivering. And it was Lamont's system, Lamont's concepts that he's been researching so deeply over the last several years that helped me break through that point and get to podcast, which many of you have told me you very much appreciate. And I thank you for that. But what I did do is I tended to put a lot of that on the shelf. It was a stressful time. COVID was rolling around. A bunch of other stuff was happening. I made my own excuses and I went back to mostly what I normally do. And then I went to a group session with Lamont just two weeks ago. And it was awesome. Again, it wasn't substantially different from my one-on-one session, but it you know, repetition brings conviction, that kind of thing. It was really, really great. And then I started doing this program that he has. And it's a 30-day program, and it is blowing my mind. I just started Monday. It's Friday as I'm recording this now. And I will tell you that day two was amazing. Day three was, wow, one of the best days I've had in terms of productivity, getting closer to my goals, feeling connected to what I wanted to accomplish, not the fires that I needed to put out all day. That day was phenomenal. Yesterday was day four, and it was equally great. Absolutely great. My point is that I want you to know about this. Yesterday, I talked to pretty much every what I would consider close friend that I have about this. I sent out podcast links to a bunch of my favorite people. And I wanted to make sure that anybody that was in my sphere had the opportunity to hear from Lamont and find the power that I've already found in his message because it is amazing. And it's a hundred percent about how your brain works. It's not hypnotism. It's not body language, it's 
so much more, and he's pieced it together in a way that makes so much sense and actually, for me, gives me not the what, but the how, and the how is powerful. Now, as I said, I recorded with him last week, and it only aired as a podcast. It's episode 68, and I want you to hear it. So please go listen to episode 68, but there's just a little clip that I'm going to play for you in just a second to talk to you about an opportunity you have with a seminar that's coming up to Vitality next Wednesday, the 14th at 6.30 p.m. Before I play that clip, I want to tell you that right after I'm done with Lamont, which is only a few minutes, the topic of medicinal mushrooms is on Vitality Radio in the biggest way that it ever has been, and it is amazing. It's really, really cool stuff. I want you to hear it. It is something that we all could benefit from in our lives, especially right now. And I that interview is great with Nikita Austin. So I want you to stay tuned, listen to both those things. Here's the clip from Lamont and I last week on Vitality Radio podcast introducing the seminar. Please know Really, if you can make it, and we're only seating 30 people, and we've already got about half of those people signed up, but if you can make it, I would love to have you there because it will be a game changer for you if you allow it to be, and we're asking people bring a spouse, bring a friend, bring a son, a daughter, a mother, whatever it is, but you do have to call an RSVP, and I talk about that more during the uh, the segment, so here's last week with Lamont Wilcox for a few minutes talking about this really awesome seminar coming up at Vitality. If you have felt stuck for however many years you've felt stuck, I'm 48 years old. If it's 48 years, if it's 60 years, if it's 20 years, it doesn't matter. If you've felt stuck in a pattern or in a place in your life where you don't feel you can get out of it, whether it's a dead-end job or an unhappy marriage or an addiction specifically or multiple addictions or an inability to feel like you're parenting your child the, the, the right way or whatever it is, apply it to you specifically. If you feel stuck and you don't feel like you can, can escape that, imagine making a change that could actually get you to the point where you don't ever feel stuck again, where you can actually be in a happy place all the time, even if the world is seemingly crumbling around you. And it's not this hocus pocus phony baloney stuff. This is literally working within the neurology of your brain and how your brain works. And instead of making patterns that take you down the wrong path, you create new patterns that take you down the right path. And life, as you know it, ceases to exist in this stuck, (laughs) addicted place. And you have a new and a fresh and a beautiful life where you can achieve the things that you want to achieve. And we have an exciting opportunity. We've set up a seminar at Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful at 107 South, 500 West, where you can learn what you want to know about uh, what we've talked about today and and get a more in-depth look at what Lamont does and how he works. It's a great opportunity. It's on the 14th of October, just a week and a half away. It's a Wednesday night. We're doing it at 630 and it's going to be great. I'll be there. Lamont will be there. He'll be uh, delivering uh, some more details on uh, what he does and how he helps you get unstuck. Lamont, tell us a little bit more about what you'll talk about at the seminar. 
Yes. And this is an opportunity. Those of you who felt stuck, your tendency is to stay stuck and not take action. And so think about these other opportunities that you've had where you just didn't take action because of whatever reasoning was going on in your head. And I know there's going to be a lot probably going on in your life. And on that night, maybe there's some other things going, but this is a huge opportunity to come in and to kind of dip your toes in this concept a little deeper and to even ask some questions to, to learn where a little bit about where you're at and how this, uh, this system and this model that I use can help you get out of those places that you're stuck, those addictive processes that you are having and how to completely get rid of them. You can absolutely eliminate 100% the addictions that you have. They can, those addictions, rather they're a substance abuse, rather it's pornography, rather it's just depression, anxiety, overwhelm, you can get to where those are no longer rewarding in your system completely so that those things do not attract you any longer. It can be completely out of your life. I'm a big believer in neuroplasticity and being able to shift that so much, change the reward system and get completely out of it. And imagine the things that you will start to experience and to accomplish when that happens. So definitely come and, and see us. It's I'm, I'm making it extremely affordable to come and, and to get a little taste of this. So it's $15 per person or only $20 per couple. We want to encourage you to bring that your significant other, bring the, the people in your life that this can also affect because this is almost a new language in the brain. If you bring somebody on board with you, you can use that language together and help and serve each other at such a higher level that really encourages the, the the momentum that you'll get from this opportunity. And that can not just be a spouse. It can also be a, a child or a sister or brother or that type of thing as well, right? Yes. Yeah. Bring someone with you. Bring somebody that you get to spend time with. It'll benefit both of you more if you if this is someone close to you. So, uh, and if you, hey, you want to bring a whole family, bring a whole family. We'll make it work. So Awesome. So that's, yeah. Great way to do it. Okay, so it's going to be the 14th at Vitality Nutrition and Bountiful, 6.30 p.m. Uh, it'll go about 90 minutes plus questions and answers is probably what we're going to do. And it's, uh, like I say, I'll be there if you want to meet me, say hi. I'll be introducing Lamont, but we're going to give the night to him to explain what he wants to explain. There's a lot to it, and this is a great primer to find out if this is right for you. And I can already tell you, hint, hint, it is right for you. You got to do it. So uh, come see us on the 14th at 6.30. We are uh, requiring an RSVP on this and you do need to uh, pay for it in advance. So if you'll give us a call at Vitality, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Whoever answers the phone there at Vitality can get you signed up. Make sure that you uh, get the, the class paid for. It is going to be well worth your 15 bucks, I promise you. On the 14th at 6.30, again, call us 801-292-6662. Thank you so much for listening to me. I'm Jared St. Clair, and this has been Vitality Radio. Vitality Nutrition has been serving Utah for over 40 years and Vitality Radio listeners for over a decade. Now we are here to serve you the Vitality Radio podcast listener. If you have questions about what you have heard on the podcast, give us a call at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or drop us an email at info at vitalityradiopod.com. We will give you the same great service we have been supplying for years to our local audience. At Vitality Nutrition, 
We do it old school. We like to talk to you and answer your health questions one-on-one. So call us, 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or email us at info at vitalityradiopod.com. Hello and welcome back to Vitality Radio. I'm your host each and every week. My name is Jared St. Clair. It's good to be with you again on another episode of Vitality Radio and the Vitality Radio podcast. I hope you enjoyed the first segment of the show. I know you're going to enjoy the next one. I've got a great guest on. We're going to talk about a really deep and awesome topic that I have neglected for far too long on Vitality Radio. So I think you're going to really enjoy it. Without further ado, I'd like to introduce Nikita Austin. She is a former gymnast and bodybuilder, now national educator for Solare, one of my favorite companies that I go way back with, all the way back to the time my dad was the VP up there about 30-something years ago. And uh, it's good to have you on Vitality Radio for the first time. Nikita, welcome. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited to be here. Well, the topic today is mushrooms, medicinal mushrooms, fungi, you know, whatever you want to call it. And we're going to talk about the the basics uh, today as much as we can because this topic is massive. I think we could spend, you know, 10, 15 hours just uh, talking oh, yeah. about all of these amazing mushrooms, what they do, how they work, and why we should be considering them for our health. But we're going to try and distill that down into about 30 minutes of good stuff And so the big question I have to just get you started, Nikita, is this. There are a lot of options for consumers out there today as far as natural health Mm -hmm. supplements, right? We have vitamins, minerals, herbs, and a variety of different uh, approaches that we can take to our health. On Vitality Radio, I try and give people a steer in the right direction, I guess, in terms of what types of things they should be looking for for their health needs. But mushrooms... I think, are kind of the next big thing. And they're starting to catch on. A lot more people are actually coming in asking about mushrooms nowadays. Why do you think people should consider medicinal mushrooms? You know, it is becoming really popular. And I feel like it's actually gained popularity a lot, potentially like in the last year or even two years. I think people are just really, really interested in going back to their roots, back to nature, back to what's important for our bodies. I know, obviously, with all health subjects, we're just consumed by junk, right? Whether it's junk food, it's our environment, especially now. Let's talk about, you know, the the situation that we're in with our health. And a lot of people are like, what can I do to boost my immune system? What can I do to just be healthy overall? And I think when you start to research immune system and you start to research health, mushrooms is one of the first things that really comes up. And so I think it's gained a lot of interest for our immune and they're fun, right? Mushrooms are fun. There's so many different types of them. They taste good, right? So there's a lot of connection there where it's like, it's a supplement, it's a food, it's all around me. And I think people are just interested to know, okay, what more can I learn about mushrooms? What don't I know? And and why are they so important? You know, and I think we can really break down kind of the importance of them and what each of them have to offer. Now, I'm going to ask you this because you said mushrooms taste good. <laughs> you know, as well as I do, that not everybody agrees with you. You're right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It depends which one, right? Some of them, it's, it's kind of like, what kind of seasoning are you adding? But a, a lot of people do enjoy them and then some people might not, right? And if you don't, the good right. news is 
You take it in a capsule. No worry. You can't taste it at all. You can still get the benefits. And that's what I wanted to point yes. out. People who are mushroom haters can still benefit from mushrooms. Yeah. Don't be scared just yet. Now, I want to distinguish mushrooms a little bit from herbs. I think a lot of people lump herbs and mushrooms together, but mushrooms aren't herbs. Is that correct? Correct. In fact, it's fun to talk about that because I go, well, where does mushroom fall into play, right? It's not a plant. It's not an animal. So it's not going to be under herbs. Where does it fall? And that's where it comes in. It's really, it's part of a kingdom of the fungi, right? Just like mm -hmm. it sounds, a fun guy. Mushrooms are fun guys. There's lots of different fun guys. And so that really is its, its own little category. It's not an herb, you know, it's a fun guy. Now, as a fungi, they have uh, different benefits that are, I, I don't know, with mushrooms, I always think of the word deep, mm -hmm. uh, like deep immune enhancement. They seem to really get to the core of things in the human body, but not only in the human body, but also in the earth itself. Yes. The mycelium uh, and the mushroom kingdom plays a major role in how the earth works mm -hmm. uh, and how healthy the earth is, right? You know, I think that's what makes mushrooms so amazing is that they do run so deep. And I think they run deeper than we even imagine that they are. I mean, mushrooms are really all around us. They're completely connected underground, under everything. And that is why mushrooms, I always think of them as the original, the OG of recycling, right? They were the recyclers before recycling was cool. And that's the thing, what mushrooms do is they actually help things decompose. They speed up the process of breaking things down. So if we didn't have mushrooms all around us, when branches die, when animals pass, you know, we wouldn't really have this speed of when things are breaking down. So it's amazing that mushrooms can actually grow and can kind of cover something in a way like a branch and start to eat at it and start to break it down. So that's why I think of them as the original recyclers. And they're extremely vital for environmental, you know, benefit for the environment in general. Like something I was reading, which was so amazing, is that mushrooms can actually absorb oil. So when you think of it like that, if we had an oil spill in an ocean, Imagine if we could get mushrooms sort of connected on a larger scale and be able, be able to like lay that on top of the ocean or lay that on top of the spill and be able to actually suck it up. And you know what was interesting too is I thought, well, if the mushroom sucks it up, isn't the oil kind of still existing? And there's some kind of magic in mushrooms, obviously, we, we know that, but they are able to absorb the mushroom and actually sort of break down the oil within itself without actually holding on to the oil. So not only can they absorb the oil, but they actually like disintegrate that oil and kind of evaporate it, which is really quite amazing. So when we think of the environment, when we think of all the issues that we're going through, mushrooms might be the thing that actually ends up saving our day. In fact, I'm pretty confident to say the more that we research it and the more that we start to utilize it, I think mushrooms will be not just the next big thing for health, but the next big thing for this planet as well. Yeah, they truly are amazing. And if you're even a little bit intrigued by this topic, there's a lot of really great information out there on mushrooms. And I would highly encourage you to dig deeper than uh, what we're going to be able to do today. But let's talk about the medicinal side of mushrooms. How did we originally determine that mushrooms may actually have medicinal properties? You know, 
It's it's interesting. I, one of the things when I was researching is, you know, again, where where did it first get discovered or, or who? And, and one of the most notable ones that I can point out certainly would be Alexander Fleming. And he had, if you know Alexander Fleming, he discovered that first antibiotic, which we know as mm-hmm. penicillin or penicillium. That really was discovered basically through, they have, just to give it, sorry, just to take one step backwards, the way that mushrooms can actually transfer themselves or the way that they can reproduce is because they have spores that are in the air, right? So if you just think of these little, like, think of little glitter, little dust that kind of goes up into the air, and then it's carried through wind, carried through water, and it lands on different surfaces. And that's how mushrooms can kind of grow in in different parts of the forest. That's kind of what happened to him. You know, he had basically just these these little plates where he was kind of taking care of bacteria and kind of watching different things grow. And there were actually mushrooms that were flying through the air and landed on there. And he's like, where is this fungi coming from? Where is this, you know, bacteria? Where is this growth coming from? And when he started to realize that it was actually by that fungi landing on, you know, his medicinal plate again, that he was trying to, to research, it was killing the bacteria that he was actually working with. And he's like, what is this that's killing the bacteria? Come to find when he started to break it down, it was mushrooms. So mushrooms can come in, in this case, and actually help kill bad bacteria. And that's, again, how that sort of started off and really created this first antibiotic was by mistake. Uh, we, we know the best things happen by mistake, right? And that's, again, I think Alexander Fleming and I think penicillium is really that first notable discovery when we were like, hey, mushrooms can actually have a lot of benefit for us, especially when we think of bacteria and back in the day when we had war and we had all sorts of different wounds and things that needed healing. Now, there's a couple of things that you mentioned there that I think are important. One is, of course, antibiotics. When we talk about that, that's one topic I have not shied away from on Vitality Radio and talk about the overuse of antibiotics and how we're creating superbugs and all the other Mm -hmm. nasty stuff that's happening from the massive proliferation of antibiotics. We always seem to, in human, I don't know, human history, we seem to always take things a little too far. We mm-hmm. get these great discoveries, and then we're like, yeah, let's roll with that. Right. And then we just roll until we end up killing ourselves. And I think that's happened to a very large degree with antibiotics. So, But the mm-hmm. question, that the thing that you said that I thought was interesting yeah. is you said they can kill bad bacteria. So when we're talking about mushrooms and our health, is there a concern that we can overdo mushrooms or create problems for ourselves by doing uh, medicinal mushrooms? You know, I'm, it's always a difficult one to say is, can we overdo something? I think we know that question and it comes into play. And so I, I'll always recommend people is if you're going to go buy mushrooms in a store, look at the back, see what the recommended amount is. If it says take one capsule a day, you know, always start there. If you want to take two, feel, feel free to, you know, to go at your own discretion. I personally, I'm a big fan of mushrooms, obviously. I think they're very good for us. They're very beneficial. And when they are, you know, bought from a supplement in a powder where, again, it's very clean, it's been tested, I'm more comfortable to take more if needed, you know. And again, there is a time and place for everything. So, yes, when it comes to antibiotics, there's absolutely a time and place for that. And if, if we need to go to that route, we do it. If we, if we can try other things first... Um, if we're in a position where we don't actually need antibiotics, but we just need a little cleanse, a little boost, um, I would always recommend going to a supplement first because antibiotics, unfortunately, do kill both your bad and your good bacteria, right? 
which will lead you guys right. to episode number 500 where we do probiotics. <laughs> but we'll, we can connect <laughs> that one, you know, in another segment for sure. But again, it was, it was where it started, right? It was like, oh, we've now discovered it and we realize that it has benefit. What else can we do with it? How else can we, can we use this substance? So, and medicinal mushrooms aren't in, by their nature, necessarily antibiotic anyway, right? I mean, when we're using medicinal mushrooms, it's more about deep strengthening of the immune system at its core and allowing the body do, to do what it does best. Defend mm-hmm. itself. Is that yeah, fair to say? Yeah, I, I, when I think a natural antibiotic, I don't actually think of mushrooms. I think of it more yeah, of boosting either. the immune system. I mean, mm-hmm. you have like the oil of oregano and other things that you might think mm-hmm. of in nature as being more of a natural antibiotic. So, no, I don't. I wouldn't say that in replace of. Again, I would just say is is strengthening your your immune system to avoid having to potentially take those to begin with an antibiotic, right? And really keeping right. yourself healthy. So with mushrooms, there are quite a few different medicinal mushrooms out there. The, mm-hmm. Some that I think people have heard of, some maybe they haven't. I think maybe the one that's been getting the most play lately and I keep seeing articles pop up and, and have people asking for is something called Lion's Mane, mm-hmm. which is a, an awesome name. I mean, just in and of itself, it's really cool. And mushrooms yeah. are cool for so many reasons. Totally. But Lion's Mane mm-hmm. has a really cool name. And why why would you say lion's mane above the others is getting so much publicity and so much uh, education out there right now? Yeah. So, you know, the thing with lion's mane, and I'll give you guys a a little fun way to remember it. You might have even heard this before, but we like to say that lion's mane helps the brain. Okay. So as we go through these mushrooms, I'll definitely give you guys some fun ways to kind of remember each of them. And so when you think of brain support... Um, and you think of, okay, you know, strengthening my mind, strengthening my memory, helping my cognitive function in general, just be stronger, quicker. Lion's mane is really, I think the best mushroom to help with that. And I think a lot of us, I think the, really the biggest issue that all of us deal with is stress and from stress sprouts every other problem that we have whether it's weight gain, whether it's memory, whether it's other underlying diseases, I feel like a lot of things will grow from the over amounts of stress that we deal with on a daily basis. It's 2020. There's not really a lot of stress floating around right now. <laughs> now, this is probably the least <laughs> stressed year that we've had. So maybe you don't need this mushroom, right? No, I mean, that's the thing, yeah. you know, and the thing with stress is what I tell people. It's like, you know, if people tell you, oh, well, reduce your stress and you just like laugh and you're like, yeah, okay, how am I going to do that when right, I'm running yeah. to work and I got two kids and like, it's very difficult to maybe reduce the stress that you're currently in. What I think it's more important as well is kind of the post. If you have five minutes to yourself is there you are kind of catching up with your like uh, catching up or kind of reversing the stress. So what I mean is if you guys are really stressed during the day, if you get 10 minutes at night where you can just meditate a little bit, do a little bit of self-care, kind of help yourself, I think that's going to be important to kind of balance out the stress. So no, you can't get rid of your job unless you really want, but you can't get rid of your job. You can't get rid of the stresses of the environment, but you can take things that are going to help you cope with those stresses better and that are going to support you to deal with whatever your stress is sort of holding back. Again, maybe that's your memory. Maybe that's your quickness to react. And lion's mane is really, really good for crossing the blood-brain barrier, strengthening the mind, strengthening the brain. So I think of the brain and I think of the nervous system. 
and lion's mane again helps the brain is a really fantastic one. It's it's definitely gaining popularity even in in produce department because I remember before we probably had cremini and portobello, you know, if you were trying to buy them and they've definitely I know the popularity has really gone up for them as well. Yeah, mushrooms are becoming more and more popular as medicinal foods mm-hmm. as well. I've definitely noticed that. And it's it's interesting and encouraging to to see that because we we sometimes I think well, sometimes probably isn't even a strong enough word. Most of the time, maybe in America especially, we tend to think of medicine as something that is always going to be in a pill or a needle or, you know, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And we have to still get back to this whole concept of let medicine or let your food be your medicine, right? Yeah, absolutely. And we have gotten so far away from that. So when we talk about herbs and we talk about fermented foods, we talk about mushrooms and things like that, we have to recognize that these were things that, you know, you talked about mushrooms being the OG recycler. These are the OG medicines, right? These are the things that were Mm -hmm. here for us before we were here, that were ready and waiting to help protect us and strengthen us before we were even here on this planet. And when you think about it that way, to me, it gives it some reverence that we have to recognize that these things are beautiful. They are designed for us and for our benefit, and we need to explore them more and consume them more. Now, in the case of medicinal mushrooms, you certainly can, you can cook with these things. You can add them to your salads. There are things that you can do with them, Mm -hmm. but you can also, of course, use them as a supplement now. And one of the things that is happening in supplements and and what's happened with the Solaray mushrooms is that you've found a way to kind of concentrate the the most important parts of the mushroom into yes. a capsule form or into a powder form that can be used. Talk about how you actually are growing these mushrooms, harvesting them and encapsulating them. Yeah, and and you know, and that's a really good point because think of it this way too, like on your daily life, every day when you wake up, the foods you're consuming, you know, consume your fermented kimchi, eat your mushrooms, eat your fruits and vegetables. You know, they're important f- for a reason and they need to be in your life every day. But when you are having those moments where you need an extra boost because you're feeling under the weather or you need strength, then it's really nice to go, okay, I can go to the store and get these in a supplement where they are concentrated, right? Where they are the part of the mushroom that's going to be the most beneficial. You know, a a great comparison for you guys. I think one of the most popular vitamins really over the past, maybe over 10 years is turmeric. A lot of people talk about turmeric, right? And we think of this root and it's very similar to ginger and people might say, oh, I cook with it. And absolutely cook with it, consume it every day. That's important for daily health, but sometimes you need an extra boost. And when you buy it in a capsule, we think of like curcumin, which is the active constituent in turmeric. Mm -hmm. That's really going to give all those anti-inflammatory benefits. So think of that same thing with mushroom, which is yes, every day it's important to eat them, but sometimes you want to go to the store because you need a little bit more help than you're actually getting. And you want to get exactly the amount of, you know, the active constituent in a mushroom, in this case, that's going to give you that benefit. So they both are very important to play at the same time. You know, and the thing with mushrooms as well is, you know, we always think, oh, mushrooms, like they're out in a forest and somebody's picking them and they eat one and, you know, they're down a rabbit hole. The next thing you know, like Alice in Wonderland and, you know, and ideally, yeah, a lot of mushrooms do grow out in the forest and they do grow out in nature. And, 
you know, when you think of it in a supplement, they can't always just be grown in nature randomly and have scientists just go out and pick them for the day and then bottle them, right? A lot of the times they need to be in some type of facility where they can control them. And they can still mimic that environment. Like it's important for your mushrooms to be organically grown, just like they would be in nature. You know, another thing that's really important for them is to be fermented. You know, and when you think of fermentation, you might think of beer. And of course, that's always the one you could Mm -hmm. do a beer. You think of, you know, uh, kimchi, you think of different foods that go through fermentation processes. But mushrooms are another one that's really nice for them to go through this fermentation process because it really helps kind of break down different parts of the mushroom. So you've got different enzymes, you know, you've got different things that when you can break that mushroom down through a fermentation process, it actually makes it easier for the body to absorb. So it sort of allows for maximum absorption. So I always say, you know, go for organically grown Absolutely. Look for fermented mushrooms again, because it helps with that maximum absorption and really easy digestion on the stomach. And another nice thing too, is if it says it on the package, like if you're buying a brand or if you, you know, talk to a person at the health food store, is it's really nice if mushrooms can be grown on oats. That's another big one. And we think of oats, just like your oatmeal that you would consume in the morning. Oats are really high in what's known as beta glucans. Okay. And might be a big word there, but just think of it like they're really high in, in things that give your body this boost of you know, an immune boost. Another thing is, is mushrooms are also really high in beta glucans. So oftentimes, you know, mushrooms, just like anything, they need something to feed off of, right? And in this case, it's not necessarily water and sun, right? They're not a plant. They're a little bit different. And so you could grow them actually on oats And it's really nice to grow them on oats because again, oats kind of have that benefit that a lot of times the mushrooms are super concentrated in. So it sort of gives it like this extra boost, right? A little extra nutrient absorption and really just takes the the beta-glucans, I think, to the next level as far as, again, how much you can get out of the mushrooms. So it's a nice base, a nice substrate for it to be grown on. So if you're out there looking for something and it says grown on oats, I think that's a really nice thing for, for mushrooms to be grown on as well. So organic, fermented, and oats are kind of my three favorites when I'm out looking and to see what kind of mushrooms I, I'd want to buy. Yeah, and I totally agree with that. I think all of those make a lot of sense. So when we talk about mushrooms, I want to go back in general real quick, and then I want to go specific with a, with a few mushrooms. Sure. Generally, mushrooms as a whole, these medicinal mushrooms, and let's, let's, let's list some off. Uh, shiitake, maitake, mm-hmm. chaga, chaga, lion's reishi, mane. Totally. Uh, what am I missing? There's a few others. Uh, cordyceps. Cordyceps. That's a great one. Maitake. Turkey tail. That has a funny name. Turkey yeah, tail. Turkey absolutely. Tail. So it's a fun one. There's a whole bunch of them and that are considered mm-hmm. medicinal mushrooms that have really good, profound research that have been done on them. And yes. um, these, they all have specific roles to play, right? So certain mushrooms mm-hmm. are good for the cardiovascular system and certain mushrooms are good for the respiratory system. And we already mentioned lion's mane being great for the brain and so on. Yeah. But at their core, my understanding is that they are all deeply nourishing to the immune system. Is is that an accurate yes. statement? Absolutely. And that's the thing is that, you know, you have so many different mushrooms that it's like, Okay, the base of them are absolutely all extremely beneficial to immune 
And that is something that no matter which one you take, you will get that benefit from it. But it's nice to know, okay, well, if they're all good for immune, is there, is there a certain one that could also help me with blood sugar, right. also help me with heart health, right? So what else can I also sort of tag team into that product um, or into that type of mushroom, so you know, so to speak? But yes, immune is the base and that core foundation. Let's help everybody understand then what mushrooms specifically work in, in which areas. We already talked about lion's mane. And before we go to go get away from that, I want to mention that that is my mushroom of choice. I use it every day. I've mm-hmm. used it every day for years. And the reason I do is because I have this huge brain. No, I'm kidding. The reason I do is because <laughs> I- No, guys, he does. I can see it right now. <laughs> it is huge. <laughs> my two parents, my mother and father, both ended up with neurological disorders, dementia oh, and, okay. and Parkinson's disease. And so I don't know if I'm lined up for that stuff genetically or not. It certainly seems like the odds are against me. And mm-hmm. I, at 48 years old, it's certainly, I'm not too young to start worrying about my brain and making sure it's in good shape. And so lion's mane is the one that I use in uh, a significant amounts. I use it in my morning smoothie. I even take a couple of capsules a day uh, later in the day and have done for years. And I think that it is, it's one of my favorite supplements to use because I can see that it helps me first. And that's big. You always want whatever supplement you're using, if at all possible, you want to see results, right? So I'm seeing results sure. with it, but I also really feel like I'm doing some awesome, laying some awesome groundwork for future protection of my brain and neurological system, as well as deeply enhancing my immune response to mm-hmm. everything from COVID to the common cold and everything in between. So so that's the mushroom of choice for me because it seems to make the most sense to me. But we have all these others. Let's talk about maitake really quickly. Why would somebody want to choose that particular mushroom? Okay. So with maitake, I always think of maitake as really good for blood sugar support. Okay. Okay. And the way that I think of maitake as far as the fun way to remember it is if you ever look at the word maitake and you break it apart, I broke it apart to may I take. Okay, my talkie is really how it's spelled. So when I'm thinking of like blood sugar and I'm thinking, okay, we either potentially are eating too much, which is causing us to have bad blood sugar, which could obviously lead to different things like type 2 diabetes. And you're thinking, okay, may I take more food? Should I be eating more, right? May I may I take more? Should I eat less? It's sort of the best way I connected it to food and, and food consumption. And so my talkie, again, is really, really good for providing blood sugar and then weight management support as well. Okay. They have really cool enzymes within them that are really nice to kind of help balance out your blood sugar. So definitely maitake, again, with the exception of immune, we're thinking individually, blood sugar. So maitake would also be great to pair with something like berberine then for someone who's trying to manage A1C My favorite herb, berberine. Yes, yes. Berberine is fantastic for blood sugar. I mean, that's one I'd love to talk about all day long. But yeah, uh, maitake, berberine, even in combination, I think would be really awesome. I mean, if you guys are kind of either borderline even of like, I don't know, my blood sugar is kind of borderline or my family has issues with it. Absolutely. Like you were saying, build it up in the body, like take it, help your body prevent it. And even if you're at a point where you're definitely over that line and you have, you know, symptoms and issues with blood sugar, this can still be really beneficial for you as well. 
awesome. to take even on site of those symptoms. Now, my favorite mushroom outside of lion's mane, which is the one I take every day mm-hmm. myself, is shiitake. Now, the reason it's my favorite, mm-hmm. I'm just going to tell you, is because I saw a t-shirt years ago that said shiitake <laughs> happens. And ever yeah. since then, I thought that is an awesome mm-hmm. mushroom, just basically because it's a great t-shirt. But, the name. <laughs> but why would somebody take yep. shiitake? Okay, well, you already, you got me, you guys. You, you hear the joke already, right? Shiitake happens. And so what I tell people is like, when you're in that moment and you're just like, holy shiitake mushrooms, right? When that moment where you're like in stress and you want to yell and say bad words, think of shiitake as your stress support, your adaptogenic mushroom, right? And the word adaptogenic, if you're not familiar, it's just think of the word adapt. It's like, I've got stress going on. Again, we can't make the stress go away by taking the mushroom, but we can help balance the stresses in your body. We can help the responses to those stressins be a lot healthier, you know, and not as strong that we causes a lot more health issues. So shiitake, again, is definitely the best for balancing stress, dealing with stress levels and helping the body really adapt to stress. So this is the mushroom for 2020. It sounds like. This is the, oh my gosh, we should have named this the 2020 mushroom. Okay, guys. We're renaming it. If shiitake is, yes, is the way to go. All right. Mm -hmm. And you know, I think lion's mane is really good too because a lot of people are like working from home Mm -hmm. or they're trying to do school from home. And as much as home is a nice place to be, you can be more distracted from home because you see the dishes in the corner of your eye. You know, you've got one kid over here. And so really helping your brain as well with focusing, I think a combination, depending on what you're doing, lion's mane and shiitake can both be really good for both the stress and again, focusing on what's in front of you. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with that. And then the question on shiitake, I get, well, not question, but as far as pairing, since we did that with maitake, pairing shiitake mm-hmm. with ashwagandha, rhodiola, that type of thing would make yep. a lot of sense, right? Totally. Yeah. Ashwagandha is probably the most popular one right now. I would say in between, again, another adaptogenic herb in this case, really good with dealing with stress. Fantastic. So yes. Or uh, another thing uh, might be CBD that somebody might take with shiitake for stress response. Totally. CBD could really be paired with a lot of these, you know, brain support, nerve support, stress support. CBD is, is, is good. And, and, you know, I know a lot of people have been thinking of immune stuff, but CBD does have, it's a really beneficial oil that again, on its own subject can help a lot with that as well. Yeah. In fact, that's another thing that I've been pairing with the lion's mane over the last year or so is CBD to try and take care of my neurological system and make sure things are balanced, that kind of thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. How about chaga? Chaga is a really interesting mushroom to me. And I think a bit of an unsung hero because I've seen some really fantastic results with uh, several of my clients with chaga. Let's talk about that one. Yes. And chaga is great. Chaga is actually quoted as the gift from God. Chaga has a lot of really cool benefits. If you can find it out in the forest, that's awesome. It's sometimes it's harder to pinpoint that you see it. Like sometimes shiitake is easier to recognize, right? Or turkey tail. Chaga is really cool. And the way I think of chaga is I think of the word chug. Okay. Okay. And I'll explain to you why. Chaga is really, really high in antioxidants, 
right? And when we think of an antioxidant, what does that really mean? It's reversing oxidation, right? It's antioxidant. Oxidation, if you think of an apple, an apple, you cut it in half and you leave it out, it starts to oxidize. It starts to brown, right? And that happens to the inside of our body. A lot of things start to oxidize and that creates aging. That creates a lot of different issues with our health. It kind of weakens our body. So, Chaga is extremely high in antioxidants. And so the reason I think of the word chug is I go, okay, if you've ever been to like a juice bar and they go, okay, here's your wheatgrass shot or here's your ginger (laughs) shot, right? Which is always so packed with antioxidants, Mm -hmm. so nutrient dense. And you're like, okay, I got to chug this thing and just get it down and get this in my body. That's how I kind of correlated this to chaga, which is, all right, let me just chug these antioxidants get them down and really pack the body with a ton of them. And if you guys are familiar with what's called an ORAC value, that's O-R-A-C. ORAC is typically like a value when they go, okay, we think of blueberries are high in antioxidants. So they're high on the ORAC chart. Again, with chaga, it is extremely high as an ORAC value, meaning it's just really, really potent with antioxidants. Excellent. And I want to add one more thing. I found there's there's some really good research that I've read on uh, PubMed on chaga specifically for people that are dealing with IBD, inflammatory bowel diseases. And uh-huh. uh, they've done a lot of research on that showing that uh, chaga has really good promise. People that are dealing with even things like IBS and that kind of thing. So it's an interesting mushroom because frankly, up until a few years ago when I started reading that, I didn't know there was a mushroom that was great for gut health issues. But chaga seems to be a, a powerhouse uh, in that area as well. Yeah. And I feel again, like on topic of subjects that are just really circulating, obviously mushrooms are circulating because they're good, but on the negative side, IBS is circulating. A lot of people are dealing with IBS and they're having issues with irritable bowel syndrome. They're having issues with, you know, a lot of things related to bowel movements. And so, yeah, chaga would be a great benefit to sort of help that out as well. Yeah. Something you could pair with your probiotic if you're already using that or your digestive enzymes, things like that. There is such a thing as a multi-mushroom. We know about multivitamins, but there are also multi-mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Solary has one. Uh, I believe it has eight mushrooms in it. Is that correct? It does. Yeah. Solary has it. And I think it's in a capsule or a powder. Why would somebody do a multi-mushroom? I think, you know, it kind of goes back to this when I think you ask somebody, you know, oh, you know, what kind of things do you want to improve in your health or what kind of issues are you having? And usually we go, do you have enough time? Do we have time for this? Right? (laughs) Because there's so many things, even, I mean, I'm 28. I could list you so many things, whether it's my back pain from gymnastics or just appetite support. I mean, there's a lot of different things that I think we can deal with. And I think when we're looking at all the mushrooms, we go, all right, lion's mane, great for the brain, right? Shiitake is great for stress. Cordyceps, which we can get into, is great for energy. And, you know, why not get a little bit of all of it? You know, I might want to just kind of balance all of them, support all of my body. And so a multi-mushroom is awesome for that exact reason. It's like you're getting, you know, a fair amount of each of them in order to really be able to strengthen all parts and all different issues that you're dealing with. And so, and the cool thing is just so you guys know, before you freak out, because I mentioned there's a powder and somebody's probably going, ew, gross. 
No, it's actually, you can barely taste it at all. I tried the powder that the Solari has and I mixed it with just almond milk, just regular unsweetened. I seriously couldn't taste it at all. It has a really nice neutral flavor. So if you're somebody who kind of wants to just take it internally because maybe you're tired of pills or you want to try something new, the powder has a really bland, easy taste. Mix it with milk, mix it with whatever, and it's it's a piece of cake to just kind of get down. Excellent. So yeah, if you're indecisive, you're not sure where you want to start with mushrooms, the multi can potentially make a lot of sense. In fact, I think I'm actually going to start throwing that in the mix with my lion's mane and my smoothie every morning. It's an easy, it's an easy addition and there's just so many powerful benefits. Nikita, I'm really enjoying going into detail about each mushroom and we could go so deep with all this stuff, but we need to move on and we still have four more great mushrooms to cover, including turkey tail, cordyceps, reishi, and agaricus. And because turkey tail has the funnest name, uh, let's start with that one. Yeah. Why would somebody want to jump on that one? (laughs) Well, again, it has a really fun name. And the cool thing with turkey tail is it's really beautiful to look at, really easy to kind of find if you're out kind of hunting for mushrooms. But turkey tail, again, it literally looks like a turkey tail. Like you would think that, you know, you, you've just drawn up a little picture of a tail. It's really, really beautiful. But the way that I remembered turkey tail is I broke the word your key out of the word turkey. And I said that turkey tail is your key to inhale. So this is really about lung function, healthy lung function, respiratory wellness, Okay. And again, as we mentioned prior, always good for immune function. So absolutely great for that. Absolutely great adaptogen, but to really break it down, it really helps with respiratory health. So turkey tail is your key to inhale. So we think about lung function. We think about respiratory health, especially now, right? That's actually one of those symptoms that you need to be aware of in 2020 is if you're feeling sickness to see how your respiratory system is doing, see how your breathing is doing. So whether again, it could be allergy related, whether it could be just shortness of breath in general, but definitely really good for strong lung function and strong, just oxygen uptake. And yeah, I really think that's kind of the the best way to break that one down. Okay. So my understanding with mushrooms, and certainly you uh, appear to be substantially more educated than I am on the topic. Uh, I love this actually, because so so often on Vitality Radio, I already feel like I, you know, I already know the answers to some of the questions that I'm going to ask. But with mm-hmm. mushrooms, I have not, I've not done as deep of a dive as I intend to. There's so much to learn. There is. But um, I've always equated cordyceps. Obviously, energy is one of the big reasons why we use cordyceps, but also with being more of an oxygenator and helping with the lungs. So do you often recommend people that are dealing with lung issues use cordyceps as well as turkey tail or one or the other, or how do you do it? So that's a really great question because cordyceps which we'll delve into as well, is really good for energy support. It's really good for oxygen uptake. And I never actually thought about, oh, turkey tail and cordyceps in combination. That's actually a good one that we uh, we should make. But yeah, if we think about turkey tail, again, as a respiratory health, and we think of cordyceps as an energy support, but also an oxygen uptake, I think definitely no brainer, definitely could take those together. They would really support each other, especially if you are somebody who is maybe like an athlete even, 
and you're thinking long distance, you're thinking cycling, you're thinking running, what a great way to pair the two. But even if you're not, even if you're like in general, I just have fatigue or I don't have, you know, I need more oxygen uptake. What a great thing to pair and just let them kind of both do their thing and really support each other in combination. So yeah, turkey tail and cordyceps, that's a great two to pair together for oxygen and respiratory health. Yeah, I've actually recommended cordyceps a lot over the years to uh, runners and cyclists and things like that that do the distance stuff, and they really love it. They'll oftentimes pair it with rhodiola, Mm -hmm. uh, and it's this really great kind of adaptogenic, oxygenating combination that that people love. But frankly, I haven't really ever recommended turkey tail for that purpose, so we'll start uh, experimenting a little bit with that and see how the combination works. I love that idea. You know, it's so hard sometimes when you're researching a mushroom or you're researching an herb and there's so many different benefits that each one of them can give. So you might research it and go, oh, wow, there's even more benefits than was mentioned, you know. And so if you guys start to really look it up online, I think you'll see a lot of fun things that are even past what we're talking about. I'm just really trying to hone in and say, okay, accumulative with my research, this is one that really stands out to me to really be beneficial. And so that's really kind of just giving you an easy direction for a benefit, you know, but yeah, I mean, you'd be surprised. There's so many things it can help with. We're truly distilling this topic down in a substantial (laughs) way because these mushrooms are deep and the research on them is deep and the benefits are deep. It's really awesome stuff. And I've, I've had a lot of fun talking to you today. So I, I definitely want to have you back on maybe to highlight, you know, individual mushrooms as I'd well love down to. the road. So let's finish up cordyceps. I sort of threw you into that one. What else do you want to talk about with cordyceps? Cordyceps is definitely a very popular one. I think that that one has gained a lot of popularity and it's probably because, again, I mentioned it's great for energy support. And a great way to think about cordyceps is think of the word cord in cordyceps. And I go, okay, in order to get energy kind of flowing into a machine, we got to plug the cord in, right? Plug the computer into the wall, plug the cord in. So think about you as you're plugging in your cord into your wall, gaining energy when you take cordyceps. So it is really good for kind of helping the body. It's part of this ATP, which is really what we talk about in science when we think about the cycle of energy in the body. So it's definitely really good there. Enhances cellular energy, also can help with stress support. But again, we think about just kind of improving that oxygen uptake as well. But cordyceps, Again, if you're an athlete, absolutely take this one. It doesn't matter if you're, again, a, a triathlon or if you're playing golf or if you're out swimming, like what, whatever you do, cordyceps is a great thing to kind of boost the energy. And again, if you're not playing a sport, but you're just working, you know, you're, you're dealing with kids, you're dealing with work, you're dealing with whatever, cordyceps is still going to give you the natural, and it's a natural energy, right? Don't think of it like caffeine. Don't think of it like it's just shooting up and then you're going to come down. Cordyceps is a really nice, natural way to kind of boost your energy levels. Excellent. All right. I love that. Mm -hmm. And we have two more. Let's uh, hit uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's the number one mushroom uh, out there. It certainly has been the one that's been, I think, in health food stores the longest is uh, reishi. Uh, I say reishi. Some people say reishi. I'm not sure if I'm saying it right or wrong, but that's the one. I don't, you know, I think it's tomato, tomato, right? Kind of thing. Each person has their own way. Um, And it's so funny because actually, so I was born in England originally. And so I still say tomato. But everything else I say sounds so American. And so then people are like, what? Is she just trying to be funny? And I'm like, no, no, no. That's literally the way that I say it. I can't help it. 
But reishi, this is where I go reishi respiratory. I kind of do a little lisp with it to kind of connect them together. But I think of respiratory health. Okay. Okay. So again, a lot with with respiratory support. It is a fantastic adaptogen. Again, dealing with stresses, whether that's environmental, it helps with improved allergy responses. It's a great anti-inflammatory and can also help reduce fatigue. So reishi has a lot of different things as well that I talk about rather than just one in particular, but I definitely, again, relate it to respiratory health, reishi, respiratory. Again, with a little lisp makes it kind of fun to say, but that's a good one for respiratory health. Now, reishi also is uh, quite a powerful liver detoxifier, if I understand correctly. And I, that, yes, that's one of the big things that I've recommended it for over the years. I'm going to quote you on that one because I think you are correct. I'm just kind of drawing a blank for a minute. But yes, I believe it also can be beneficial for that as well. Fair enough. So with reishi, uh, it could be one that it also, I guess, could be paired with the cordyceps or the turkey tail or some sort of combination. Mm-hmm. I've actually seen reishi and cordyceps uh, uh, as in energy formulas uh, before in conjunction. So that, that makes a lot of sense. The last one that we have here is going to be agaricus. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about that one. Yes, royal agaricus, right? So I think this is like the royal shroom, right? Is it better than the rest? I think that they're all really good. I think they all have their own benefit. But I put this particular one as the highest source of beta-glucans. And if you were referencing back to the radio show, we talked about beta-glucans. And we said that beta-glucans were a really really prominent thing in mushrooms that helps boost the immune system. So when I'm thinking like pack me with whichever one can give me the most beta-glucans can really help with immune support, I think of the royal agaricus as sort of that main go-to. I also put things like liver support, cardiovascular health, blood sugar support. Now I feel like I'm kind of mentioning every part of the body. And again, like I said, a lot of mushrooms kind of have that where next thing you know, you're like, okay, this is good for everything. And a lot of them do help balance a lot of things in the body. But again, to individualize it, I like to think of royal agaricus as the royal mushroom, the kind of the main one that is the highest with the beta-glucans to support your immune system. Okay. And there is just an unbelievable amount of research that's been done on beta-glucans and how they work uh, for mm-hmm. the immune system. So if you're interested in digging into that, that's another one that, uh, another place you could look for your own personal research out there trying to uh, figure out what all this means. So we've gotten through the eight mushrooms. Mm-hmm. We now know that uh, Solare has uh, eight different mushrooms independently in capsules. You also have a, a multi-mushroom that has all eight in either a powder or a capsule form. They are fermented, which is my favorite part, by the way. I, I think there's so much value in that in terms mm-hmm. of making it just super bioavailable and easy for the body to use. And they're grown on oats organically. And uh, in fact, uh, Max uh, at Solare, a dear friend of mine who arranged this call uh, today, told me that he is planning to take me on a little tour of the facility in California where these are grown next time I'm in California. So that's pretty exciting. I love to see the whole process. It it, it sounds Mm -hmm. amazing. So those are the ones that you have. Um, We've talked about the individual components of each. What I hope we have accomplished here, above all else, for you listening to the show is to at least 
pique your interest in mushrooms and what they could potentially do for you because there is real power in these fungi and real uh, health-promoting, health-changing benefits that are available to us in ways that are easy to use, uh, very effective, have a ton of research, and don't come with a load of side effects that we are not looking for. One of the things that I love about mushrooms is they're it's all side benefits. You know, you you might Mm -hmm. take it for a primary benefit and then you just have all these side benefits that they do for you that you may not even be expecting. And there, you don't have to worry about them uh, harming you. The one last thing I want to make clear, because when people think of medicinal mushrooms, often we also think of magic mushrooms, (laughs) uh, uh, mushrooms that might have a compound in them called psilocybin. I want to make sure that everybody's clear that these mushrooms that we've talked about are not the type of mushrooms that you would quote unquote trip on. Uh, And that's not to say that tripping is necessarily a bad thing. I think psilocybin, (laughs) the research on psilocybin is phenomenal uh, in terms of what it can potentially do, microdosing and all kinds of other things. Total different topic for a different day. But just to be clear that you can take these, you can still work, you can drive to, you know, it's kind of like CBD versus THC. Absolutely. Uh, They're in the same family, not the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, that's the thing too. Like, you know, with mushrooms, it's like, you know, if I was to ask you, Right now, if you're listening, okay, name, how many mushrooms can you name, right? And maybe you name the eight that we said, maybe you name a couple more, maybe you only could think of two to begin with. There's over a 100,000 species of mushrooms. There is a ton, which is crazy. And so, you know, when you're thinking about buying these in these capsules, you know, these are not going to be the psilocybin mushrooms, right? They're not going to produce like the delicate effects. These are going to be strictly based on immune system, based on health benefits that anybody can take and not feel that they are either impaired or need to be home to take them or in any way worry. So, Again, there's so many different types, but the ones that we have covered today are absolutely your medicinal mushrooms, again, that are, are fantastic for immune, for brain, for lung support across the board. And, and you're safe to take that at, at any time. There's no issue with that. All right. Very cool. Is there anything else that you want to add before we uh, call it good for the day? Oh my gosh. I know it's honestly, I just, I appreciate you guys listening to me. I hope you guys had fun in the process and was able to learn in easy ways. And so, no, I think, I think we definitely covered it in a nice, simple term. Again, we can always delve into each mushroom. We can even delve into how they reproduce and, and, you know, and how they, they take care of our planet on, on other notes. But yeah, I mean, if you guys have questions, please reach out and I'd be happy to always follow up even and see if I can help answer those and, and make sure you just feel, you know, confident and on understanding what what the different mushrooms do and and how they can help. So no, I just, I really appreciate you having me on. It's been a pleasure. I think it's been a great conversation. We certainly went uh, way over with the (laughs) original allotted time, which I, I, I was thinking might happen with mushrooms and I'm glad we did. I I think those listening to the podcast are going to love the information. Of course, as with everything else, Uh, that we talk about on Vitality Radio. If you have questions, you call us 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662 at Vitality Nutrition. We will do our very best to serve you and answer all of your questions. Nikita, thank you so much for joining us on Vitality Radio and the Vitality Radio podcast. Thank you so much again. Hopefully I'll be back. 
Absolutely. And to you listening, thank you. Thank you for lending me your ear, for listening to this conversation. I hope it was beneficial to you. That's the whole goal with Vitality Radio is to educate, empower, and inform so that you can make the best decisions for you and your family's health and nutrition needs. Thank you so much for listening again. I'm Jared St. Clair, and this is Vitality Radio. been listening to the vitality radio podcast enjoy your week in the meantime jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it vitality radio is researched and written by jared st Clair, produced by elizabeth joy windham with very limited help from jared our awesome music is by brian bob young Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Vitality Radio. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast has not been evaluated by the FDA. This podcast is provided with the understanding that the information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a medical professional. Thank you.